Could it just be a mistake? Australian Olympic Olympian, I should say, Peter Boll, says his B sample has come back negative and clears him of doping allegations. The runner was provisionally banned after returning a positive result for the banned substance EPO uh, earlier this year. But Sport Integrity Australia says the atypical finding of Bowles' B sample is not the same as a negative result and the investigation is ongoing. So... What happens next? Associate Professor Catherine Ordway is a sport integrity expert with extensive experience in anti-doping. She's also the sport integrity research lead at the University of Canberra. Uh, Welcome back to RN Drive, Catherine. Tell me of your initial reaction when you heard the news about this B sample. Thank you so much for having me. I I think like many people in Australia, the first thing we knew about this was Peter Bowles' tweet saying that he'd been exonerated and that um, his provisional suspension had been lifted. And there was kind of a a feeling of relief, I think, by many people that this was the case. However, of course, the devil's in the detail. And as you pointed out, Sport Integrity Australia quickly clarified that, that further investigation is required. Is this common to see a B sample differ from an A sample? I mean, I suppose that's why both samples are conducted rather than just one, because they might differ. That is the case. That That's why the system allows for an A and a B sample. So both samples are collected at the same time and then divided into two containers so that it gives the opportunity for a second laboratory to do the analysis. The complication comes here where this is an EPO case, an erythropoietin case, which is a naturally occurring substance in all of our bodies. It's uh, created by the kidneys and it allows more oxygen to move around our bodies through the red blood cells. And it's difficult for the anti-doping laboratories to analyse whether this is naturally occurring in the body of the athlete or whether or not it's the result of um, the pharmaceutical version of EPO appearing in his body. So while the sanctions on Peter Boll have been lifted, Sport Integrity Australia have been quick to point out that the sample has come back as an atypical finding. What does that mean and why is that not the same as a negative result? Yes, the first finding on the A sample from the laboratory was that there was an adverse analytical finding. So an AAF under the World Anti-Doping Code means that that's evidence of an anti-doping rule violation. So that's a first step before the athlete would be required to answer why it is that this substance has appeared in his sample. And uh, a typical result, however, we tend to see for those kinds of hormones and other um, substances like testosterone and so on that are naturally occurring in our bodies where further investigation is required. And that takes quite some time to try to determine. So you've seen in the Sport Integrity Australia media um, release today that they can't even give us a time frame because they're going to have to enlist the help of a range of different experts in this case. I do want to ask about that, actually. Australian Olympian Peter Boll is free to compete in professional competitions after a provisional ban has been lifted on the athlete. Associate Professor Catherine Ordway is here to kind of uh, break down what this means. A couple of weeks ago, Norwegian scientists pointed to Boll's case and said that the testing didn't properly account for genetic variants of normal EPO, which could cause it to behave like synthetic 
EPO. Is there anything to suggest from today's news that that, that theory might be correct? It's certainly possible. It's very difficult to understand from what we've seen in the media so far what it is that the has led to the atypical. And I do think that that's going to be one of the things that they investigate. What I don't know is enough about the background on developing these tests that the World Anti-Doping Agency relies on to understand whether they have been reviewing across a whole range of um, genetic backgrounds to um, fully encompass this whole athletic community or whether they've done what they've tended to do in the past which is rely on the kind of anglo-european centric view of the world and assume that everybody looks like like them i see how interesting considering the uh they're supposed to be scientists after all sport integrity australia says it will carry out an investigation to see if any anti-doping violations were committed uh, you mentioned about no time frame is there a time limit for such investigation how long will peter Boll have to uh have have this hanging over his head no, there's no real limit, unfortunately. I don't think there's anything really put in the rules about that. I, I think it's in everyone's interest that this is dealt with as quickly as possible and that it is expediently handled. But, um, of course, you want to have it done properly. So in order to enlist the help of world experts, and I'm sure on both Peter Bowles' side as well as Sport Integrity Australia's side, then they'll be wanting to get the best brains onto this to determine whether or not this is a breach of the anti-doping rules or not. It does certainly raise the question about, or at least the argument about not publicising the A result in fear of sort of smearing or ruining the reputation of an athlete. The, that might be a, a conversation for another day. Associate Professor Catherine Ordway is a sport integrity expert with extensive experience in anti-doping. She's also the sport integrity research lead at the University of Canberra. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Thank you. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.